folks, it's deciding time. Welcome to the Games Beat Decides podcast, your weekly source for guys taking video games far too seriously. I'm your host, Jeffrey Grubb. With me, Mike Minotti. I am not the host, but I'm here too. You are your subjugate. You are my uh, my my lawyer. You are below me in every way. Yeah. Yes. This this oh. all works for me. Yeah. Of course. I, I'm agreeable with it. I agree. Okay. Next time, I'm going to set up the video so that you're just a tiny little speck, okay. and I'm going to be the big one. Whatever you good. say, boss. <laughs> in today's episode, we're deciding Fire Emblem and video game Super Bowl commercials. We'll explain what that what the hell that means here in a little bit. What are we deciding about Fire Emblem? I'll, I'll, I'll explain it to you. You know, I invited you on here. You don't. Oh, you were talking out of turn, Mike. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, please forgive me. You're talking out of turn. Oh, I'm so sorry. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Uh, you can get more from Mike and me at gamesbeat.com. Uh, if you have something you want to share with us, email the podcast at games plus podcast adventurebeat.com. That's the plus sign. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, pretty much anywhere. Finally, if you like the show, rate us on iTunes. It helps people find it. Mike. Yes. How'd you like the Super Bowl? That was actually pretty fun, wasn't it? I enjoyed that. That was pretty good. Yeah, I, mean, I was having a good time. I, I am amused by the people. Like, I understand, you know, we don't like the Patriots. I would have rather they not win. But like, like the Same. people. If you're if you're not an Atlanta, you know, Fal- Falcons fan, don't get like yeah, <laughs> don't put, because the Patriots right, won. Getting depressed because of sports is so stupid. Anyhow, well, like wh- no, like I, I I do it. Like whenever sure. the Lions, like, yeah, lose, like it, it happened all... to me with the Indians. I got a little depressed yeah. for a bit. Like I got over it. But you know, right. at least that was my team. You know? Right, but it's and it's it's that is inherently stupid. Doing it for a team that you don't even care about. Right, like that. Just that's you're really putting yourself out in that in that case. Uh, but yeah, that was a good good football yeah, game. Was I, was, I, had a, I'm, I was I'm rooting for the comeback there at the end. Actually, yeah, but, that's kind of what the, that's all I want from a Super Bowl is like a good game, and it's, right. it seems like so many times we don't get one. So yeah, a, a ridiculous comeback going into uh, overtime. Yeah, sign me up for that every time. And uh, since we're talking about the Super Bowl, maybe we should do this topic first. Oh. So I, I so I was thinking that. I was watching for the for the commercials like everyone does a little bit. I was also watching for the game, but I was paying attention to the commercials. And there were a handful of video game commercials, but they were all, almost all, uh, free-to-play mobile and PC games, uh, with the exception of Zelda. Um, so I, I wonder, here's basically my question. Is it significant that older free-to-play games get Super Bowl ads, but new upcoming blockbusters from companies like Sony, Microsoft, and EA don't? Well- I mean, this isn't even really a new thing, right? Like, th- no. this happened last year. I think that the, I think the first, yeah, I think the first mobile strike ad, if I remember, was last year. That's right. Um, with, with Clash of Clans was the year before. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Boom Beach, maybe, something like that. But, yeah, this isn't all – yeah, it's, it's kind of just how these things go. And I think part of it is just kind of the, the need, right, because these games are so dependent on acquiring users. Right. I, I do think it's interesting that it's a lot of these, like – older games that were doing it this year, right? Right. So World of Tanks is 20, it came out in 2010. Uh-huh. Um, Mobile Strike came out in 2015. Not super old, but I mean, compared to like, you know, you don't advertise a movie from 2015. This business model is very right. unique to gaming. So, and then Ebony, which well, maybe we should talk about a little bit more, came out in 2009. It's a freaking I had no flash idea, game. Uh, I had no idea people took that seriously. How did they get money for a Super Bowl ad? I, I, I think people, I think those... Okay, so let's explain real quick. So I, people I, that don't they went to the bank like we need to take out a loan, my lord. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So Ebony, um, if you're not familiar, maybe it sounds a little bit familiar. It's that game that puts like the half naked ladies in its ads on the side of Facebook, on the side of websites, and it's like, "Come save me, my lord!" And it's like this Hooters girl uh, on the <laughs> side there in a bikini. Um, and then the games, the game, of course, is nothing like that. It's basically like a city building 
a Civ ripoff uh, from 2009, and it is a Flash game, and it is junk. It is complete garbage. Uh, so uh, I, my guess is either, yes, either they went to the, the bank, got a huge loan, but I think what more likely is that those ads just work, and people have been giving it money for that long, and they had enough, they have $5 million to spend on a that Super Bowl ad. And, and that is nuts. Um, I, you know, the, the fact, I think that's kind of what actually rub it, like, brought it home for me. I'm like, th- this game is getting an ad, and yet Horizon Zero Dawn is coming out in a couple of weeks. No ad. Um, you know, what What else? There's Halo, Halo Wars, Wars, Wars 2. 2. You know, they had a trailer. There's a big cinematic trailer from Microsoft out today, the day after the Super Bowl. Uh, but they didn't want to put that during the Super Bowl because, I, I mean, there's. I think there's a reason they don't want to spend the money. But like, why is that a bad investment in terms of marketing? Is it just that they know that there's an audience out there that will be wanting to, to buy, buy this game and they should just be focusing on them instead of the wider audience at the Super Bowl? Right. I mean, there's got to be a, a reason. I, I You know, part of it is just trying to reach – because the Super Bowl – it's not, you know, obviously it has a very large kind of male audience, but it, it's a bit wider than that, right? Right. Like typically when you're doing football, you're maybe, you know, you look at the cross section of the audience like, oh, this is going to target a lot of our Halo Wars players or, or Horizon players. Whereas, and I think that's why we, we see these things. They're just trying to get it as like many people as possible. It's all about just acquiring users. Right. I think it's the same reason why Nintendo did decide to pony up the money for this because they wanted to show their thing to everybody and not just some whatever, you know, segment. But it is, you know, it's, it's the most expensive ad you can get, I'm, I'm pretty sure, right? So. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, if there's more expensive, it's like, it's probably going to be a similar event like this. So but for all intents and purposes, yeah, this is the most expensive. Um, but it just, it just makes me think like, so a, a bunch of new movies got trailers. And yeah. so those movies are going after that audience. And it just, to me, it's, it seems to signify that the audience f- for a new blockbuster film release with like Wolverine in it or whatever is probably the same audience that these free to play game developers are going after. And it's not the same audience that a triple a blockbuster company is trying to go after. Like um, Microsoft with halo wars two doesn't think that the, 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 the same demographic of people that are going to show up for Logan on opening weekend are going to show up for halo wars two. No, like there's still just like a bit of a hardcoreness that I, like I can tell you if like, if the timing worked out so that like the new Call of Duty was going to come out in the next couple of months or few Maybe. months even, they always- there, I think Call of Duty yes. could make sense out of getting a trailer like that or even you know Madden or, or something like that. But right. Horizon, it's still just you know they're probably better off spending their money on something like you know Twitch advertising. Yeah, honestly, I mean, so or, really or just target like, their demographics or like a typical NFL Sunday weekend. Whereas, like, you see a lot of, like, Microsoft ads and Sony ads on, on those weekends, just not at the Super Bowl. Um, so maybe they think that, that the smaller subsection of just pure football fans are more interested in that. Um, but it's like, yeah. So I think you're right about Call of Duty. And I'm, it's, I think but the line there might be, like, Call of Duty, Madden, maybe one or two other games. But, like, Mass Effect, a huge, probably one of the biggest games that are going to come out this this in the first half of this year. Um, potentially, I mean, who knows, right. but, uh, it, that, you know, that game's not getting an ad. It's just, it just seems very strange to me that, that, that the Super Bowl this it, is not a good opportunity for, uh, well, yeah, right. Cause it's just, you know, we're kind of used to vegans becoming more mainstream and yet for whatever reason, it, it is this kind of strange thing where so many games have been getting more accessible, but there are still that kind of class of game that sort of that, that like regular triple A in a way, I don't even know what to call it, that are still just, you know, kind of a little not it's not even niche. Obviously like Horizon is not gonna be a niche game, but Right. 
it, there's it, also a little something to it. I, yeah, I think it's just, I think, and maybe in my head, that's what it is. It's like these games are the biggest games in the world. They're the blockbusters, the AAA. They are the equivalent of a uh, a Hollywood sum, a summer blockbuster picture coming out. Um, so when they don't, when they aren't treated like in a very similar way, it's like, what, what, what is, what's the, uh, the break here? Where, why are these two things so separate in the way that they're marketed? Um, and uh, yeah, I just think that the companies making these games know that there is an audience with a lot of money, but it is smaller and it is dedicated and they can reach them in more efficient ways than a Super Bowl ad. Um, and, you know, and, and then the, the wider audience, they're all on mobile and you can get those people for, with, with a free to play game or, so or having, PC, even with World of Tanks. So having said all of that, are you surprised that Nintendo got a Switch slash uh, Zelda ad? Which, right. I, I, you, you kind of say it, you kind of identify as a Zelda ad first. I kind of thought I saw it as more of a Switch ad first. I so I, I I was um, thinking it was going to be uh, that Switch ad that they actually showed and said was their Super Bowl ad. And they showed a bunch of different games and not just Zelda. So when it was like, I, I didn't see that. Yeah. So then th- this is like a shorter version where they just showed the Zelda gameplay. Um, and then, and then they're at the end, they're like, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, get it on Switch coming out November th- or yeah. March 3rd. Um, y- you're right. It was definitely more of a Switch ad than, um, you know, than any pure video game ad would have been. Because, it, it, you know, and that's why I think Nintendo did spend the money. They went for it because this was both a Zelda ad and a Switch ad. They combined both. They gave people a, a big game reason to come out and buy this new system. And so it kind of, I don't. I think that's the reason why they, how they could justify it to themselves why it's worth uh, worth going to the the Super Bowl. Had it just been Zelda coming out on the Switch, like you know, next year or the year after after the the console had been out for a while, I don't think Nintendo would have bought a a, a um, Super Bowl ad. So it's definitely about the Switch, even if the ad kind of was fifty fifty in in terms of what what it was actually promoting. Man, I wonder if they. I assume that ad did not mention the Wii U version of that game. So if it did, I was I, I was trying to think about that, but I was like writing some other stories at the time. So like when it came by at the end, I'm like, I wonder if it's in, the, in there in that and like some small text that I just missed or something, like you know where they were like they they shouted, you know, Switch March third, you know, Zelda Breath of the Wild, and then maybe like it would have been and also available on Wii U in like white text right below that. <laughs> but I didn't. I actually didn't go back and look. And if they did, that's the only place they mentioned it. Right, I bet there's some. There's got to be people in Nintendo like I, we that just wish they didn't announce that game on the right. early side as a Wii U game, so that they could have like internally made that decision just to right. put it on Switch in general. But um, yeah. Did you think it was an effective ad? I'm just kind of with the I, people I was with, but you know, like some people's parents and stuff. You know, it definitely seemed a bit more intrigued by the Switch and like because you know it looked different as opposed to the fifth mobile game ad about you know right. some sort of strategy game, build a city thing. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was effective. I, I think you, it's going to, um, people are going to see that and they're going to see the system and they're going to see the game and they're, they're going to recognize this Zelda elements and they're going to be like, wow, that looks kind of like I could take that on the go. Does, is that how that's going to work? And you know, you say, yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. I think that, I think that'll intrigue people. However, I wish they would have just showed, um, a shorter version of the premiere trailer that they showed a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause that trailer was so good. Uh, and if they were going to make this with Zelda ad, which, you know, like we're kind of figuring out whether or not it was, but the, as much as they made it a Zelda ad, I think they should have just taken that trailer that was so incredible and found a way to make that a 30 seconds or a minute and put that in the Super Bowl instead. So, yeah, one of the great things about like the Switch, which was a big problem with the Wii U, like it was, it was always very hard for them to like show the Wii U in a video and like get people to understand what it was. So the Switch, you just, you have that one yes. moment. You could, the whole, tr- 
the whole uh, commercial can almost just be that, where he's playing it portably, he just slides it into the dock, and he's playing it on the TV instantly. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of just sort of sells it right No there. words. Nice. Like, there's, right. you don't need any words to explain what's happening. You could f- yeah. follow it all, and it just makes sense in your head. Like, all three of those states just tie together really easily, um, and you don't have to get into, like, the minutia. Um, I, and it's, you know, it's not just in ads, too. I think uh, Chris Kohler, uh, former Wired guy, uh, Game Life guy, was a Playing it uh, at the Zelda escape room thing that Nintendo's yeah, doing. Yeah, I was hearing people were at that. I was jealous. Yeah, yeah. And the, the thing looks really cool. I wish they had one in Denver. I would totally go. Uh, but he said like a bunch of pu- people from the public were playing the system. And it's very obvious that playing it and touching it and getting a sense of what it is, the system is very attractive in terms of getting people to want to buy it. Like uh, it, it seems to have like all the features like people can figure out in their heads the way that the ways that they will use it uh, and they can imagine it and they can picture themselves in those situations. And so I think that Nintendo has done a, a good job in all respects of positioning that system in a way that they could do a Super Bowl ad and kind of get their money's worth because it makes so much sense. And then they can do these events where people get their hands on the system and it makes sense because people just can imagine themselves. Switch is sure going to make this a fun year, just kind of following yes. that launch and seeing how people react to it and stuff. Yeah, like I'm, that, I'm so. excited to just to kind of, I'm excited to play it myself, to get it, to try it out, and then to see what everyone thinks and then to kind of see if it does anything. Uh, if Nintendo does anything with this momentum it's had from 2016 with Pokemon and uh, the, the NES Classic, if they, they can turn that nostalgia into present day success, uh, parts of that would right. be very interesting. And speaking of interesting things Nintendo is doing. That's right. So the other topic is Fire Emblem Heroes, as I mentioned. Uh, and you asked what, what we're going to decide. So I have some thoughts about this, but basically the topic is, is Fire Emblem Heroes the future of Nintendo? Oh. Um, and so I, the reason I bring it up like this is that this is a Fire Emblem game. It looks like one. It plays like one. Uh, it has it has that Nintendo polish. It is all around of just a, a very high quality game that does that feels in every way like Fire Emblem, except for I think the way that it motivates you to continue playing. So in a typical a typical Fire Emblem, I, I it's like a it's a strategy game. You're learning the skills. You're learning how to play the game, and you're getting better. Uh, with your characters, and you're, and you're leveling them up, and you're improving them. But as you're improving them, you're improving the way you play. Um, and I think with this game, it's more like you're playing each level over and over, and they're pretty similar, and maybe you are getting a little bit better, but it always seems like the real reason that you are continuing to play is to fight higher-level enemies that then encourage you to go and play with the, the gotcha-pun mechanics so that you can get new characters that are more powerful. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely think the mode, getting the new characters is kind of like the, the ultimate reward of why you're playing, right? Because each time you beat a story mission, you get one of those orbs mm-hmm. and yeah, so you can, you can spend that. No, the motivation is, uh, is a little different just because, I mean, you know, the story isn't so much a story as it is an excuse, right? Like this is why all these fire emblem characters are here. You have a gun that shoots out heroes or something. We don't know. Uh, that's, you know, but right. So yeah, no, I agree. I don't know if it's quite as like maniacal as it almost kind of sounds when you put it that way. No, no, totally. Yeah, I, it, it, I, I'm very reductive when I describe these kinds of games mm-hmm. um, because I and it, I probably wouldn't be had I not played awesome Fire Emblem games in the past. Had Nintendo created this uh, this franchise out of the ether and pulled this and presented it to me, I've been like, this is very cool. This is very uh, different, and I'm, I'm enjoying myself. But I know what Fire Emblem can be and how much I can love that. And this is not exactly, this is, 
I don't want to play the game anymore every time I realize why I'm playing this game. If I'm playing it just to unlock more characters, I'm like, that's that's not going to really do it for me in the long run. And, I'm, I'm, and it's actually going to cost me a bunch of money if I really get into that. And that's going to bum me out. Uh, whereas the Fire Emblem games, the core series, I play those. I uh, There's a story. I progress. I get better at it. I really get into it. And if I really, if I really sink all my time and energy into it, I'm getting rewarded in a way that is much more, uh, well, rewarding to be, you know, ineloquent. Yeah. Um, See, it sounds like you're having a much more negative experience with the game overall than I am. Yeah. So tell me about your experience then. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't. So, so, I mean, I haven't once spent. Uh, God, you say something. My dog is killing me. Yeah. No problem. So while Mike goes and beats his dog. Uh, yeah. So Fire Emblem. I think so. I don't want to call it a negative experience. I do enjoy playing it. I think it's really well made. But I just I, I get bummed out when I think about the the motivations there, and well, I, I I think Nintendo. I, but I, I, the reason I'm worried about this being the future of Nintendo is the game is doing really well so far monetarily. It's making a lot of money, and there's no way that this game costs nearly as much to make as a standard Fire Emblem game. Um, and so my concern is Nintendo's going to be like you know for for a fraction of the investment, our return on that investment could be this much higher. So why aren't we putting all this money into mobile instead? And why would we ever, excuse me, why would we ever make a standard Fire Emblem game ever again? And not that, I mean, clearly they are, but I'm just worried about the future. So, yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, the kind of thing you're not touching on here is if, are you, are you not having fun actually playing the game? Like, sure, the motivation's different, but I still, when I'm playing the, you know, the Fire Emblem in it, I think that's still uh, pretty cool. And I think, you know, it, I think they did some smart things and putting it on mobile like you have that kind of one screen map um like the character movement isn't quite as wide ranging you only have four characters that you bring with you but there's still you know the the a lot of the same strategy things going on it's all about movement about trying to get your characters in when like you think it's safe and keeping them away working with that weapon triangle like it still is that kind of brand of strategy game that i expect from that series and it's and it's kind of neat to have a version of that that is because you know regular farming games each mission is like thirty minutes or an hour, and I right. like that there's these versions of it like each mission is like five ten minutes or you know what have you. And then yeah, I, I, I guess I haven't I haven't felt very icky about any of the free to play stuff either. I no. haven't felt I haven't just well, and I would if I felt if if I had felt pressure to spend money, but I haven't had to spend uh, any money yet, and yeah. I've been completely. Uh, so I've been I, playing I, quite a lot too. So I've been feeling that way too. But then I looked at it, and if you look at their their uh, announcement page, they uh, very clearly say that their launch event is like the stamina. The stamina, sure. Yeah, the stamina half- might be. If anything, the stamina is going to be an issue. Yeah, it's going to it's going to increase and stuff like that. So and I just, that sucks. But that's not like that's more of a now you have to wait before you can play a game, which sucks. But at least it's not a no. You don't have the character you need. You need to spend ten dollars thing. No, totally. I I just I, I, you're right. It's not it's not icky. It's not it, it's icky ish. Yeah, I mean, I it, it's a pro. It, it's just more icky relative to the Fire Emblem games that I'm accustomed to, and. In my slippery slope thing that I'm concerned about here is that this game is going to do so well that Nintendo looks around and says, see, why the hell are we investing our money in these other games? Now, see, I, I guess I hear what you're saying there. And this is the same thing people said about Fallout 4 and Fallout Shelter, right? Fallout yes, you're right. Big hit. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, these kinds of games, they kind they sort of need those console experiences to back them up a bit, right? Like, part of the reason why that this is a big deal is because, you know, people know what Fire Emblem is. And, and a lot of people playing this 
probably haven't played it before, but still, they they understand right. that it they is... They played Super Smash Brothers. They know Marth. Yeah, oh, Roy. It's, a, it's a known quantity, right? I, I still think you need to have those... Consoles, console games kind of back there for support. I agree you know, with and you. I think, and I think, they, and I think the fact that there are so many Fire Emblem projects happening kind of show that yes. you know this is something that happens not to the side, but a little, a little separately, right? Like it's, it's obvious this wasn't like the main Fire Emblem team who who made this or whatnot. The the resource spreading was a little different. I don't think they're going to say, all right, we're going to scale back that Switch Fire Emblem game now because we're just going to make Fire Emblem Heroes two as quickly as possible, right? Or anything like that. Right. So I, and I agree with you that they, that these games, uh, need those core games to make sense for a huge audience, at, at least that audience in, in most of the world. But the thing is, is this game's going to do super well in Japan as well. And in Japan, very well in Japan specifically. Yes. And in Japan, I don't necessarily know how important the console versions are any, anymore, even with the history of these games in Japan, because, um, Japan's mostly mobile now. Uh, you know, the, as much as they invented the console industry and kept it alive in the 80s and the 90s, uh, most people there have fallen off and they play almost exclusively their games on on smartphones. Um, and the spending there, you know, reflects that. They have the highest spending per player in the world. And, you know, most of that money goes to has gone to a couple of games, like literally two games for a long Puzzle time. And, Dragons. and then, yeah, Monster Strike, I think. But Puzzle and Dragons is falling off, and this game's coming up right there. And if Nintendo is the uh, Nintendo is the one company that could introduce a bunch of games in Japan that could all do very similar numbers to at least, you know, close to what Puzzle and Dragons was doing, which was at one point it was like $3.5 million a day, just so everyone understands like how, how successful those games were. Uh, I think it was even higher later on, like four or five million. Um, it, it just, I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if this is the, like a, an inflection point where we look back in a couple of years, uh, maybe even closer to five years and we see Nintendo kind of, you know, the mostly making mobile games with a few token stuff on their, on their switch system that did okay. Um, and we're going to say, this is when it changed. This is when they realized that their future in terms of profits was on mobile. I don't. I, 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 I know. I'm like. I'm being doom and gloom, and I don't. I hope this isn't the case, and I, I just yeah. think that this is my concern. Now, I just. I, I, I think they're going to be making mobile games for the foreseeable future for mm-hmm. sure, and I think it's going to be a very big part of their business. But I mean, I just don't think you. You know, you don't launch something like the Switch. You don't spend that Super Bowl money on it without, uh, you know, at least a decent. You know, you're yeah. not going to in two years say, "Wow, oh, Fire Emblem Heroes made a lot of money," and so you know. The heck with that thing, and I I think uh, it sort of anchors in the community of gamers that are very loud and very much demand um, real Zeldas and real Mario's and real Fire Emblems. I think you're right that that will kind of keep them anchored uh, in place where they are like, you know, we have this audience that um, actually won't spend that much money on these mobile games, even if we are getting a huge audience over there. There's this audience over here that we could still serve. Um, and offer them games uh, that they'll, that they'll want to play that you know will have to be more substantial and we will have to spend more money on. But it will give us kind of a uh, prestige that you know just making mobile games won't. And I hope that is enough to stay off what I'm worried about. Fire Emblem's kind of – I don't think they're all going to – and you know, Fire Emblem has got a good start here. I think it's going to be a pretty long-term success. I think it's because it, it's actually sort of better suited for mobile than a lot of our things. Like, even like Mario right. Run had a big splash, but – that yeah, thing's not yeah. really sticking. I mean, it's still doing pretty good, but but had they even done it as a free to play game with microtransactions, I don't know if Mario Run would it's have just the not suited that, for that kind the right. kind of. And they they definitely put some hooks in there. It was clear that they were considering it, and they didn't go that route. 
Uh, but Fire Emblem, it just seems like so perfectly suited to it. Um, and so yeah, maybe they, maybe you're right. Maybe like they don't they wouldn't know how to make a Zelda a free to play. Right, Zelda exactly. Game. How do you make like the mobile Zelda game? Right, like, the mobile Kirby game. Like you can just you know you could just transfer those people to the typical mobile. Uh, genres if you want to like right they try yeah. to do with mario the auto runner but it just doesn't work quite as right well as fire emblem heroes literally being a, a turn-based strategy game hey those are a thing and yeah that worked pretty well like and, you know what else is going to be able to you know maybe the animal crossing thing if they can really nail that that can maybe work on mobile and then advance wars i i don't know what else right really. i i guess i just hope that it just seems like, the, the, you know, there's a finite number of resources in Nintendo. And if they get, ever get in a pushed in a corner again, I think their, their their retreat is going to be away from consoles, away from core games, and towards mobile, just because it makes more sense in terms of investment, now, return on investment. But see, the, the way I just see that, okay, go ahead, finish your butt. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I'll just say but, that I hope that in, instead of that, that this success of Fire Emblem on mobile just means more Fire Emblem in all venues. I hope that that's actually yeah. what happens. You see, because the way I see it is the, the, the Switch is going to fail or it's going to succeed. Having this mobile stuff, it just means that if it fails, because I think if the, if the Switch fails, Nintendo might be sort of done one or the other. But if uh, you have the mobile stuff, you know, at least they're going to have something to fall back. Yeah, that's, if I, that yeah. they don't have, they just don't have any fallback. I kind of take that back about Switch being it. I don't know if I really ever buy that, but no, I. I but I know what you mean. Like you know that, I mean. yeah, they will probably at least consider dropping out of cons- making consoles, and you know, instead of going with a third party route, I, I think they would probably still make Zelda, and they probably still make Mario for like a, other consoles if they if it got to that extreme level uh but i think ev- most everything else would probably be mobile I, th- but this is just me being very concerned right. and this is work. also just assuming that uh you know the, the mobile industry as it is is going to be around a, a long long time yeah things could change kind of free right, to yeah. play what what have you right and uh, things are going i mean it seems like smartphones have uh, stagnated in terms of their design and things like that. So it, it feels kind of ripe for the next new big technology to come along and, and supplant that, whether that's some sort of wearable or augmented reality glasses, things that we're all wearing. Uh, who knows? I think, I think, I mean, Nintendo's already late to the game, so it's good that they are getting their mobile money, but right. I don't, is this going to, I don't, I don't know if I can immediately buy it. Like this is their future now and forever, whatever right. have you. No, I, yeah, I, and I, and I don't, I don't think it is. I I just think it, it's a potential. And I think when we look back, this could be the thing where we're like, oh, that's why they did all the, these other things that followed. Isn't it interesting that Fire Emblem could be more of the turning point than the Mario game from? Yes. Was? Yeah. I, I just think there's just um, it's the right game at the right time. Uh, there's something about it's not just like strategy. It's about the character design. It's the Eastern character design that people have really you know glommed onto in the last few years in the West. Uh, where they, you know, anime is bigger than it's ever been in America. Yeah. Um, you know, it's all the the relationship mechanics and the stories and the characters having these great backgrounds and stuff like that. Uh, it's just, it is the right game for the right moment in history of the gaming industry. Um, and and there's this of, part of me that, you know, I don't know. It's, it's just, I, I, I've been a Fire Emblem fan for a while, so it's like, wow, it's like Fire Emblem made it. Right. Like, I, I'm kind of gee whiz about it in a weird right. way. Like, like yeah. Um, yeah. Like my one, my younger brother who never liked the, uh, the the actual Fire Emblem games, you know, he's playing Fire Emblem Heroes and he's like really into it. And he's like, "Look at this character I got! It's five stars." And I'm like, "Oh, that's, that's nice." <laughs> I, Who's your I'm usually not a fan of mobile games. I mean, part of it is that I like Fire Emblem, but I have really been enjoying playing this one. Just 
for I'm, whatever reason. I, I won't say there, in no way is it a bad game. Uh, it is a very well made game. I, I can't believe how great it controls the sliding the characters yeah, on the screen. Feels really good. Feels so good. Um, and it's like, oh man, okay, this is Nintendo on mobile. This is what that means. That is, there, this is, this can mean right. some really great things for just games on, in, in your pocket at all times. Because even Super Mario Run was basically just copying that new Super Mario Brothers aesthetic, right? Like right. Th- those could have been all borrowed resources and or assets. And I would have believed it. Like mm-hmm. it's just you know, like this has like its own unique look and it looks mm-hmm. you know really good. And yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's yeah. fun. I mean, in Intelligent Systems, the developer of Fireblooms worked on this game. Uh, you know, their logos right there at the at, when you boot, boot it up. And it's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. You could see it in the game because uh, it's one of the best developers in the world. They've made some of the best games ever. Uh, so the fact that this game, you know, builds on that lineage in a way that's like not embarrassing uh, is impressive. But it's not just not embarrassing. It's actually really good. My, all my negative experiences just has to do with my uh, anxiety, my anxiousness about the yeah. future of where where Nintendo goes from here, and and a little yeah. bit about and a little bit about like I said, the motivation. I just don't. Sure. I just um, for me, collecting new characters not as exciting as you know going to the next level and being introduced to some new strategic idea. See, like I, I get, I, I think that's admirable, but like in a way I do really like when, once I get the 20 orbs, I'm like, Oh, I can roll for new characters. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, but that's and the I'm thing. Like, oh, I, who am I gonna too. Get? And I'm like, I can recognize these characters. Like, did you, yeah. you've gotten like the gold five star character? Yeah. Uh, Cause it does like a little cutscene even. Yeah. Like, Oh shit. I got that for Camilla. Who's your, who's your best character right now? Robin, which is like, I was so excited. Cause I, I that was like, if I wanted anybody, it was the five star Robin. And I was like, what I got? I was like, oh man. So yeah, I got like so I got a four star Camilla, and it does the the um the the movie even for a four star one of these like special characters. Uh, but that bummed me out because I was like hoping to have a five star Camilla because like now what's the point of this? This kind of like bummed me out. So not like I'm trying to like, get a five star to combine them, but uh, I got that one archer that everyone is mad about Takushi or whatever Takashi Kami Takami yeah uh, Takumi or whatever. Why are you yeah. mad about him? Because apparently he's like. Uh, if you face up, if you go up against him, he's uh, uh, in like the the you know the battle mode, the arena mode. Yeah. Um, he's like very almost impossible to beat if you if you're like at the same level. He was kind of like that in the game. I remember because yeah. I had him in my team. <laughs> he was just ridiculously strong. Yeah, so I'm um, pretty excited. I'm leveling him up right now. Chris um, got him too, actually. Yeah, I got I got a couple of three stars. I, I spent money, no. Mike. That's what I'm saying. So ah, uh, so that's why you're all buttered. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, See, I, haven't, I, I haven't spent the money yet. But yeah, so that's because on my second. Go at it. I got a five star gold character, so okay. I felt pretty yeah. content. Yeah. So luck was, you know, luck is a part of it. Did you not do this thing that everyone's doing where they're installing the game, yep. rolling it, and then uninstall it and I reinstall it and rolling? Yeah, me that either. seems in, in, uh, not genuine to me. Yeah, it, uh, it also seems ludicrous and like you might need some emotional support in your life that you're not getting because uh, that's uh, kind of a fun way to spend your time. I think. Uh, who knows? Um, yeah, Mike. Anything else about this? I. I, I I guess I, I just want Switch to come out and be a big success, so I don't have to fucking worry about this stuff anymore. I just want my Fire Emblem games at least. If they're not, See, I'm not going to get Advance Wars it's, anymore. It's weird because I have the opposite feeling. Like I take some comfort that Nintendo has something going for them because for a while they had nothing going for them. It I, seemed uh, like you know that's fair. I just I just I had like, no you know, doubt. Whatever. For me, it was no doubt ever. Like if they ever needed to, they could go from zero to sixty in mobile uh, in I, no time. Uh, so that they were there was this was always an option for them. I mean, and clearly they proved that out. I just like now that it's happening, 
alongside this potential new cool system that I'm I'm still very excited about. Right. Like, don't get me wrong. The idea of like Nintendo only making mobile games that's awful. I just I don't. I know. I I know. I can tell you. Like, I know where you're at. I know, and I want to be where you're at. Where you're pretty confident that this is not something that we have to be worried about. It's the same conversation where people say consoles are gonna are dead and we're not going to get any more consoles. And I think you and I are both confident that in some way we're going to get some sort of new consoles or even, or just an extension of the current consoles getting more and more powerful for quite some time. Uh, they're not going to evaporate overnight. Uh, but there's just some anxious, anxiousness out there on the horizon for me that I'm, that I'm worried about. So kind of bring this all back. I'm looking at app Annie's uh, sort of iOS yeah. uh, United States store rankings for yesterday, which was Super Bowl, you know, Sunday, uh, the number, the top, uh, the number three, Free to play app and all the entire store, and this is by downloads, I guess, right. is uh, Fire Emblem Heroes. So, the third most downloaded app that day, number f- six was Ebony. Oh my god, no way, really? Yeah, dude, the so ad, it I works. Guess. Uh, I guess we yes. should write that story. I guess I should do that once we get off of here. Oh my <laughs> yeah, god, like seven Super Mario Run. Uh, what else was Mobile Strikes at 13? And that's, I think, that's it. I mean, that, that was it from what the you know, do, they, uh, yeah. do you have it by um. By grossing, is there a way? To By grossing, yeah. uh, Fire Emblem's lower down at seven because I think a lot of people are still using. They're still getting a lot of free tokens yeah. and stuff. Being in the top ten though is still impressive, um, right? Um, but it's actually a lot. Well, Mobile Strike's number three grossing, so that's interesting, right? But uh, yeah, I do. Mobile not Strike's see, always in the top top three, so yeah. I don't see Ebony in the grossing no. section. Not, it, really. it wouldn't. It wouldn't have translated that fast if anyone's going to spend money on that. It wouldn't have happened the same. But yeah, it's grossing is funny because it's a lot of the same. It's you know Clash Royale, kind of oh, yeah. the Mobile yeah, Strike, Game of War, Clash of yeah. Clans, Madden, and then Fire Emblem. It's just weird to see all of the standard ones and then hey fire them yeah it's very different because like that that list like you, you were just mentioning a bunch of games a lot of those games have been on there since 2012 2013 it's it's 2017 now like clash of clans came out in 2012 and it's still almost always one in the top five there so having nintendo come in there and shake that up at least that's something like okay i can care about mobile games a little bit again so that that is something i am yeah i'm very interested to see what the legs are on this fire emblem like game like how long yeah. is Fire Emblem Heroes gonna is it going to be like these games where you know two years from now like yeah still in the top ten Fire Emblem Heroes I guess that isn't that going to depend on the arena and like the PvP stuff uh, like, I guess so yeah and I think yeah that is, isn't that's true huh is that and how's that doing it for you I feel like I'm not sure I'm not um, it's not jiving with me I don't think it's bad I it's, just don't it's it's, it's probably clicking. it's probably my least played thing yeah I definitely yeah. for me I definitely think once I kind of go through the campaign mm-hmm. and kind of I don't know feel like get some of the characters i want i'll probably be kind of done right so yeah i don't know i mean it's definitely more legs than mario run which i you know i played through and then i played a bit like i tried to like go and get all the coins and stuff and then i was like eh, all right it's enough and i, I guess uh, that kind of makes me think that you know there is a, still a lot of hope for nintendo just making their traditional games because sure. instead of spending money on marketing on like tv and stuff they could just spend money making a game and that could be their marketing budget for the mobile game and this you know the new fire emblem comes out on 3ds this you know this spring or the summer when it's, whenever it comes out and it's like oh and now those characters are also in the mobile game so it's like they're they have this you know uh, the what's that word uh, the ones they all use a corporate speak um, synchronicity or something like that. Um, and people will, you know, want to play one or the other or both and spend money on one or the other and both. And so Nintendo will see a good reason to continue making those games. And hopefully that is what happens instead of all my, my, uh, doom and gloom. Mike, oh. anything yeah. else? Nah, I like Fire Emblem. Me too. 
If I, if I don't, like I said, if I don't get advanced wars, just please keep giving me my, my Fire Emblem games, my real Fire Emblem I, games. I tell you, it's funny how the best chance you have for a new advanced wars game now is, oh, it's, oh, clearly. is on mobile, for sure. Yes. It's happening. It's happening oh, yeah. on mobile. Totally, and it would be like they're trying to replace like those mobile strike games. Now, technically, they would have to call it Mobile Wars because that whole series used to be just named what on whatever console it was. We just never got it until Game Boy Advance. Yeah, but there was Famicom point, Japan, Wars in, in right? America. It was like always Advance Wars, even when it was on uh, DS and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Although they put the DS thing in the uh, subtitle, um, Dual Strike, Dual Strike. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, okay. All right, Mike. I think it's going to wrap it up. Uh, we're all, all done right. here. Uh, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on the internet? You can find me down at your local watering hole. I'll buy you a drink if you Playing give Edward me a 40 Pikachu hands. card. Uh, my name's uh, Tokoto on uh, Twitter and, you know, also always writing on GameSpeed. And I also do the Exploding Bro podcast. That's ebpodcast.com. Talk about games and other things with my brother, AJ. So, yeah, it's fun. They just talk about Mickey Mouse. I'm not. Yeah, you know. That's that's all they talk about. Very much. Um, I'm a and I gotta get the rundown again. Uh, so let's see what you've done to me this time, Mike. I'm Jeff Grubb, Poop Butt, Fart McFarties, P Man, CGI Face, Bad Dad, Odyssey to Buttland Two, Dryland is not a MythBuster. <laughs> okay, yeah, just that little twinge on the end. That, that's yeah, all you had to do. Little, yeah, a little, little tweak. Uh, the Bad Dad Odyssey to Buttland Two. That still kind of makes me might makes my day every time I read it. <laughs> because <laughs> then i think about new donk city and i'm just I'm, I'm having a great day um enjoy it yeah and i'm on youtube i do some videos there uh, youtube.com forward slash jeffrey grub uh and twitter is my real twitter is just jeff grub uh I'll, yeah we're gonna see you guys next week um switch is coming out soon dude that's swa- that's strange man i thought it's i like, said that's swange that's swange it is swange yeah that's that's the new one <laughs> um I also got. I'm we're, I'm doing some traveling this week it's all hush hush and secret we'll probably talk about that next week if i can um yeah, so join us next week. We'll probably have a lot to talk about in terms of Nintendo because that, that Switch stuff better be happening soon. So who knows? Uh, otherwise, we'll have, we'll find out the topics of the week and we'll talk about those. We'll catch you guys then. Uh, Mike, I'll talk to you next week. Hey, bye, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>